set off Kat's song, but welcome back. Bill asked me to bring us in, and let me just give that number one more time, if I could, if anyone wants to call in and ask Jack any questions. It's 512-716-1603, 512-716-1603. Now, Jack, I just found out recently that you were actually in ROTC, uh, which is stands for, I think, a Recruit Officers Training Candidate. Is that is that right? Correct, yes, yeah. That was back yeah. in 1996 um, or seven, <laughs> quite a while ago. Yeah. Right. And, and did, you had an interesting experience there, I imagine, or several of them. <laughs> I did. Um, I did it for a couple of years. Um, and I, I, there was a, uh, there was a, Syracuse is a high percentage of Jewish students. It's, I'd say, probably 20, 25% Jewish student population. Uh, and one of the ROTC candidates, um, he had an Israeli flag in his room. Uh, and it was quite remarkable that he was actually trained to be an American officer uh, with an Israeli flag in his room. He and I would play racquetball on the weekends. Uh, we, were, we, we knew each other quite well. And I would say we were friends early on in the training. Um, and we, we would play racquetball. Uh, and when he would hit a, vic- a winning shot, he would take his racket and he would position it like a, like a machine gun. And he would start spraying bullets, you know, obviously pretend, uh, all over the court. And he would say he was killing Arabs. And I found it remarkable that someone who wanted to join the American army... Wanted, we were told that it's to serve and protect the country and to volunteer your services to, to do right by your, your family and your nation, not kill Arabs for a foreign land. And I, I thought that was quite remarkable. Um, and it stuck with me, I think. It's stuck with me ever since. Um, yeah, and it was quite, a, quite an odd experience. It was quite chilling, actually. It, it might sound silly, and he, he probably thought he was having a bit of fun. Uh, but joining the American army so you could one day go and kill Arabs does not seem like... Um, what Uncle Sam envisaged a couple hundred years ago when he wanted young men to join the army, especially as officers. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess, you know, the way that the media, which is, as we said, and as anybody would should know, is controlled by a heavy percentage of Jews. And by, even by saying that, it's like a lot of people go, oh, how did you say that? Well, I mean, that's just a fact. I mean, the fact of the matter is that they are, and like you said, that that fellow Joel Stein or whatever his name was uh, was bragging about it, and a lot of them do brag about it. They they want to control it because that is the case, and they've been able to control the media and control what movies come out of Hollywood, and control what movies are shown on television, control what what uh, the content of TV shows, control the publishing houses. Then, of course. Uh, there are going to be a lot of people like this fellow you're talking about who uh, are brainwashed and who think that, hey, it's cool to kill Arabs. I mean, the Arabs are the bad guys when when what most people don't understand is that the person who invented the truck bomb was uh, a Jew, uh, yeah. Menach, Menachem Begin. He created the truck bomb. So that he, was in Ur- he was in Ergun, wasn't he? That's correct. Yeah. And another thing that most people don't understand is that because of the USS Liberty, and what happened, what the USS Liberty was there to monitor, uh, the Six-Day War, they weren't there to monitor Israel. Uh, they didn't have any Hebrew linguists on board. They were there to monitor the Soviets, uh, because that was their client states there. Uh, Egypt was, it wasn't called Egypt at the time. 
uh, it was called the United Arab uh, uh, Republic, uh, what most people don't realize is that prior to the liberty being attacked, prior to the Six-Day War, which was just a big land grab for Israel, prior to that, the only terrorism in the United States up to that point was conducted by Puerto Ricans. There were no Arab terrorists. And it was directly because of that six-day war, directly because of that land grab, directly because Israel was allowed to get away with cold-blooded, premeditated murder of the crewmen aboard the USS Liberty that the United States has experienced Arab terrorism. Yeah. So a lot could be tied to the USS Liberty. And yeah. And- that's true, and, yeah, and something I was going to say, um, I, I write for the, occasionally for the Occidental Observer, um, which is a Kevin McDonald's um, online magazine. Great, great uh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a good, good man. Uh, and I wrote an article uh, about six months ago about the, um, the coup in Uganda that put Idi Amin in power. And you know, most people up until about five years ago assumed that it was either a coup orchestrated by the British, by the Americans, possibly by the Soviets, who were all kind of posi- positioning themselves to you know, in the period of post, post-colonialism after the Second World War to rule Africa. But in fact, it was um, Zionist Jews from Israel that were behind the Idi Amin um, coup, uh, which resulted in the deaths of hundreds of thousands and the deportation of hundreds of thousands of Asian Ugandans and white Ugandans um, to Britain and to India and different places. Um, so, you know, Israel has have, does have their hands in a lot of pots, let's just say. Yeah, and uh, the pots uh, are uh, many times very unsavory pots. Yeah, very, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what, again, it gets back to being able to even say this, <clears throat> that, um, that well, they, they, they were in control of the uh, transatlantic slave trade. Uh, the, doc, the evidence is there. The documentary evidence exists, but because of the control over the mainstream media, including the publishing houses, and the most important thing, really, and that, that Phil brings up, and it's 100% true, they're in control of the United States government. Yeah. And they've even bragged about it. I yeah. talk about that, uh, that Stein guy, but, I mean, they've bragged about it. Don't worry, like Sharon said, don't worry about the, the, the <laughs> United States government. We control it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, look, okay, it could be done, right? Obviously, it doesn't cost a lot of money to buy a congressperson. It costs, I think, it was figured out something like uh, between fifty and a hundred thousand dollars. That's nothing compared to what these people make, right? No, it's nothing. That's nothing at all. Yeah. So it, re- it reminds me uh, of a, um, a really funny YouTube video I saw. It was President Obama in the Oval Office, and he was surrounded by a bunch of um, conspicuously Jewish lobbyists. Um, some of them were Hasidic. Uh, some were probably Reformed Jews, but you could tell they were they were Jews. And he was signing a check. And he, he said on camera, he said, he said, I'm very proud to be um, signing this check to some kind of Israeli foundation or some kind of, um, I don't know exactly what it was, but for, he said for $60 million. And one of the, the Jewish people tapped him on the shoulder, whispered something to his ear. He said, I'm sorry, I mean $60 billion. <laughs> Wow. So, I mean, they don't even know how much money they're giving away. I mean, $60 billion. I mean, just like, it's $60 million one moment, and then, oh, sorry, it's six, $60 billion. It's like, you know, that's just like an incredible difference. That, that's it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Wow. I mean, just, just to think about that, that they, it, it's not, well, it's not their money. No. Uh, so, uh, you know, are you familiar with Ray McGovern, 
a former uh, U.S. Army uh, intelligence officer and uh, CIA analyst. Yes, I, I read about what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, besides all the thing that things that Ray's in, involved in, uh, you know, you were talking before about Israel being an ally, and this is in Phil's uh, new book, Erasing the Liberty, that's uh, going to the printer this week. Finally, we had so many people coming forward uh, after. Uh, news broke in, it primarily had to do with that uh, article in the Fleet Reserve Association magazine. A lot of people came forward to give their take on what happened when they were in the Navy and the military at that time. That held it up quite a bit. <clears throat> but um, but Ray explained that um, ally is not our, our Israel is not our ally, and the reason is because there's no mutual defense treaty. He also explained that um, why there wasn't a mutual defense treaty during the, or after the Yom Kippur War in 73 when um, the Arabs launched an attack on Israeli-occupied territory versus, of course, the Six-Day War when they didn't, but the Israelis made it like they did. Uh, the United States uh, approached the Israelis and said, uh, you know, a good solution so this doesn't happen again would be a mutual defense treaty. And the Israelis said, uh, uh, thanks, but uh, no thanks. And Ray explained why they declined to uh, enter into a mutual defense pact with the United States. And it's because, as he said, uh, number one, a mutual defense treaty requires internationally recognized borders. There was no way the Israelis wanted to raise the issue of the occupied territories in their current borders, as opposed to the legal ones that they had before 1967. Number two, if you have a mutual defense treaty with another government, it's sort of expected that if you're going to attack or invade a third country, as Israel has done with respect to Lebanon, for example, and of course in the Six-Day War, you're supposed to tip off the other country that this is what you're going to do. So yeah. <laughs> they know what to expect. The Israelis didn't want any part of that either. Yeah. So that's why they're not an ally, because they don't want to sign a mutual defense treaty. Because if they did, then they would have to respect the rule of law. And we see what, what is happening since the liberty was allowed to happen, since the U.S. government immediately, and this was basically, besides Johnson, it was um, the ringleaders of the cover-up were, uh, were predominantly Jewish congressmen uh, yeah. in the House and the Senate. So they started the cover-up literally right away. So uh, this is what we have when American boys are allowed to get slaughtered on the high seas, and their own government does nothing, well, of yeah. course, then the criminal, the perpetrator, sees that and says, hey, they let us kill these people. With <laughs> there were no repercussions. As a matter of fact, we got 50 F-4 Phantoms right after we did that. We could kill Americans and get rewarded. Yeah, precisely, yeah. And I, I also feel that, you know, you know, in the Talmud, it does teach that Gentiles, specifically now you would say probably white Gentiles, are competitors for jews so i do believe jews see america as its com a competitor i really do believe that they have maybe hoodwinked the vast majority of the americans into believing they're friends with us um but at the end of the day i do believe they see the united states as they saw britain in uganda and the soviet union as competitors um i do believe that um, they see themselves as a world power that has generated its power off the back of the american and british empires um but i do believe in the long run they do want to control vast swathes of land in the middle east and probably charge us an arm and a leg for all the oil they plan on owning in the future 
Yeah, and uh, and there are people who believe that the whole six day war was about oil. Uh, so uh, there, there's something to be said about that. And yes, they obviously they do compete with their only friend in the world, the United States, because they they spy on the United States like no other country does. And as far as 9-11 goes, you mentioned, yes, I think the evidence is clear. I, mean, I know the evidence is clear yeah. that uh, Israel, uh, the fingerprints, Israeli and Jewish fingerprints were all over 9-11. And if yeah. people don't know that, then I suggest they go and pick up a book. I know that uh, one of my colleagues who uh, passed this month, uh, just uh, on, Aug- on August 1st, actually, his birthday, uh, he was found dead. Victor Thorne has written a, a bunch of stuff on on this uh, topic here about Israeli and Jewish involvement in 9-11. Made in Israel is one of his books, 9-11 Evil. Uh, you can get the book, you can get the PDF. Uh, if you don't know about this, then uh, it makes sense to familiarize yourself with this. And like you said, Jack, if the lessons of the liberty would have been learned, if they would have been allowed to be told, then 9-11 might not ever have happened. No. Well, let's hope that the lessons of the liberty and 9-11 will prevent another 9-11 from happening. Well, that's the idea, and that's why, uh, you know, Phil is uh, very, uh, you know, adamant about this movie happening. And, um, you know, Phil, do you want to spend a little time on that before the break? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dave and uh, Jack. Interesting listening to you guys. Uh, And... uh, you know, I happen to agree with uh, all of your thoughts and uh, your comments to each other. And yeah, the, the movie is uh, extremely important uh, for for many reasons. Uh, it it uncovers uh, something that has uh, that has hijacked our country and uh, destroyed us basically morally. Uh, as uh, Americans, uh, now good Americans go to work every day. They do what they're supposed to do. They, you know, they pay their taxes and uh, they they do everything they can. But they're they're being hoodwinked uh, by their own government uh, in regards to the, their passionate attachment to a foreign government. Uh, this pa- passionate attachment. Uh, it does not start with the USS Liberty. It goes uh, way, way, way back. And uh, they have done a superb job of taking over the uh, United States Congress uh, and the president, as far as I'm concerned, all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you well know, uh, Dave, the uh, USS Liberty is taboo. Uh, when you write any senator or congressman, they will tell you that there's been, oh, there's 12 or 14 investigations. There's never been one. Uh, they're all liars. Uh, there was a uh, investigation, a so-called quote-unquote investigation, called, uh, 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 went into session for six or seven days and was locked down uh, by the orders of uh, Admiral, uh, Ke- or, excuse me, Admiral McCain, uh, who Admiral Kidd worked for. Uh, uh, Admiral Starring, uh, at that time, was a captain. He refused to sign off on the Board of Inquiry, saying there was too many inconsistencies, and he, he didn't feel comfortable without more time to review the evidence uh, 
not only from the United States, but also Israel, uh, within hours uh, that uh, investigative report was taken from his desk, and he was out of the picture. Uh, basically, they fired him off of that job because uh, he wouldn't sign off on it. So it goes to the, the, the highest parts of our government still, uh, even with uh, John McCain, he gets into the picture. Uh, you talk about the USS Liberty, and, and Jack mentioned it. Uh, that was uh, a person by the name of uh, James Morris that was yelling at him at a uh, Memorial Day gathering in California. I was on the phone with him, and uh, and uh, he just blew it off, you know, like, uh, who gives a darn about these guys and uh you know uh, uh to hell with him and they ran him off uh, because he, he he asked a simple question what about the uss liberty senator and uh uh the whole crowd booed uh james morris off the uh, uh out of the stadium uh it's a wonder they didn't uh pull him uh beat him to death but uh the cover-up is so deep and heavy this movie will bring it out, and it's it's all the truth. It's all facts. It's bulletproof, just like the book. The book is bulletproof. There's there's nothing that they can go into and say, "Hey, this is a bunch of uh, BS." Let them try. Uh, like the USS Liberty Veterans Association has a ten thousand dollar reward for anybody that can uh, say that the attack on the USS Liberty was a mistake. We've had the this reward in place for over 20 years. Not one person has taken it up on that uh, on that uh, challenge to, to earn themselves 10 grand if they can uh, prove that the attack on the our ship was mistaken identity. Absolutely not. Every every politician knows it wasn't. Every president knows it wasn't. But they continue to bootleg uh, to the uh, the Zionist state of Israel. And protect uh, protect their futures, uh, which are very lucrative, uh, you know, planes here and there, uh, treated like kings wherever they go, and uh, you know, giving uh, their allegiance uh, not only uh, to Israel, but Israel only, which is disgusting, un-American, and certainly yeah. isn't what our founders uh, thought of this country. Uh, then and now. So yeah, the, the movie's one of the most important things that I've ever, ever been involved with my, in my life. And without Dave, uh, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be uh, 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 trying to get this going as well as he is. So uh, it's, uh, it's certainly important. And everybody, go to USSLibertyMovie.com, check it out for yourself, and see what you think. And um, if you think it's a worthwhile cause, uh, donate to it. You know. Uh, we need money to make this film. It's, it's not going to be a, a multi-million dollar deal. It, uh, we can do it less uh, for less than um, we figure uh, anywhere uh, below 500000 to get this movie done. Mm. So we're going to go to a break, folks. We'll come right back. Uh, don't go anywhere. we got about 40 minutes left. We sports uh, your sponsors on um, RBN. Thank you. Bye. People love.
love to shop. What if you could shop and it was actually good for you? What if you could actually purchase items that bettered your life? What goes into your body is important to what quality of life you have. How about shopping for items that better your health? Get the tea.com is that shopping place. We're not only tea, even though that's our number one seller, we are about helping your health. There's colostrum LD for those of you with autoimmune troubles. The product helps your stomach get on track. GI problems produce pain. Get relief with colostrum LD. How about some fat burners or maybe some joint aid or a power cleanse? There's so much to tell you with very little time. So get help health-wise at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Or you can call our friendly operators at 928-308-0408. That's 928-308-0408. Get help and relief by going shopping. Shop at getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Serving people with great products for over eight years. Getthetea.com. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritional meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Welcome back, folks, to Your Voice Counts. I, I did want to clarify one thing about the film, folks. Uh, you're probably thinking in your mind, well, how can you do a, a feature film for such a low budget? Well, we have a lot of good Americans out there, and uh, uh, people from around the world that have talents that uh, are very, very useful to our film, that they're just going to give to us their own time and their own talents to make this movie come true. So, yes, uh, we thank all of you for whatever help you can give us, either by funds or using your talents 
and uh, Dave has uh, has already secured somebody that uh, is going to take care of the uh, of the uh, I guess you would call it the, uh, the visual effects uh, done by computer and. Uh, that stuff does not come cheap. It's very expensive, but we have an expert expert doing it. So, uh, Dave, uh, if you'd like to go ahead and uh, give uh, uh, Jack uh, and our listeners more information about the film and the book, it would certainly be appreciated, and then we'll uh, get Jack back on. Sure, of course, the book Erasing the Liberty. We've been talking about it for quite some time now, but it is finally going to the printers this week, and of course, that's in preparation for some discussions that are going to be held in different parts of the country uh, on the liberty and promoting the book and the movie. Of course, the, the book's <clears throat> primary purpose right now is to um, fund the movie, to promote the movie, because without a movie, like we said, uh, there's not much of a chance that people will know with the 50th anniversary coming up before you know it. Uh Geez, who would have thought 50 years would go by and there still wouldn't be one movie done mm. about the attack on the USS Liberty? And there's right now at this point 286 days left before the 50th anniversary of the vicious, uh, really inhuman attack because they attacked not just with jets and uh, cannon and rockets, but with napalm. And the motor torpedo boats didn't just fire five torpedoes at basically an unarmed uh, United States Navy vessel, which they knew 100% for sure that it was an American ship because the NSA finally let the information out 35 years after the attack that uh, they got the, uh, the transmissions that uh, the Israelis knew that it was an American vessel. They saw the flag. This was picked up by a, um, an airplane uh, flying above, miles above uh, an EC-121. And uh, they uh, know for sure that they, saw, they were talking about the American flag. So this isn't like a oh, geez, well, it was a big mistake. Maybe Israel didn't know about it. No, no, they knew about it. We have the evidence. Mm. It's 100% clear. So 286 days left before the 50th anniversary of this uh, inhuman attack on the USS Liberty with the motor torpedo boats uh, breaking uh, the Geneva Convention, breaking all norms of warfare and, uh, and shooting on not just, and the planes, shooting not just on boys, because uh, most of them were boys, attempting to put out fires and to assist wounded shipmates, not just shooting on them with savagery, vicious savagery, but shooting out the life rafts. So no one could abandon ship. Well, they could abandon the ship, which, would, you know, the abandon the ship alarm was, uh, was um, activated. They could have, but, but what would happen? And one of, the, um, one of the survivors told me that when he heard the abandon the ship call over the 1MC, the uh, device that was used to uh, transmit information throughout the ship. When he heard that, he thought to himself, I don't want to go. Do not let me go into the water because I will only attract sharks. That was what he was thinking. So these savages, 
these savages decimated the bodies of these men, these boys, and nothing happened to them because of who controls, like you said, Jack, the narrative. So that's why it's so important for this movie to come out. USSLibertyMovie.com. Go there and make a donation so we can get this done. We can get this movie done. We'll be right back after the break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack, lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite. A garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now and I still work every day. To get your Extendivite, call one 877 928-8822 that's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two month supply of either capsules or liquid Extend your life with Extendivite We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. While the large majority of Americans have never heard of cryptocurrency, it is the medium of exchange of the future that has already begun. On the other hand, the large majority of RBN listeners are very aware of the corruption within the Fed and the trillions in counterfeit money and credit it has created. Well, would you like to do something about this? OneCoin, the fastest growing company of any kind in world history, will pay you to help do away with the Federal Reserve. Henry Ford didn't invent the automobile, but he surely developed many great improvements in the industry. In 1927, talking pictures made silent movies obsolete overnight, and email has practically done away with the need for fax machine. With cryptocurrency, Bitcoin became the pioneer in 2009. But now OneCoin, as the first ever gold-backed cryptocurrency, has moved to the top of the industry in only two years, and its impact on the financial world could be devastating to the Fed. Bill Gates and Richard Branson and all the jillionaires are already acknowledging that this system of paying for goods and services is becoming what will be recognized as the new worldwide reserve currency. For more information, call Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. Again, that's Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. 
corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Here we go, folks. <laughs> We've got a long run here, oh, <clears throat> about 18 minutes or so before another break and then the end of the show. But, uh, you know, I wanted to, uh, uh, Jack, uh, Dave and I would love to, uh, you know, uh, stay in touch with you and, uh, and maybe we can brainstorm and figure out a way to, to make sure that uh, my book gets out in uh, Great Britain and also uh, let people know about the film uh, you know with your help it would be it would be wonderful and there's also another good friend we have in Britain uh, Ken O'Keefe uh, that was uh, almost killed on a uh, Turkey ship uh, Mari Marv I believe uh, Mari Marv Dave I don't I don't can't pronounce it correctly, but right, right. Thank you, Dave and uh, Jack. If you'd like to do something like that, uh, you know, we'll stay in contact and um, and uh, we'll we'll get something worked out here uh, to make sure that uh, everybody across the pond knows what's going on too. So that would be uh, very much appreciated if uh, you know we can connect and uh, you know work work things out good for for the benefit of uh, the interest of uh, both countries so go ahead uh, jack go ahead I'd, li- I'd like that very much um certainly um your your book sounds very important and hopefully i can get a copy of it and i can promote it uh, in great britain um we're also starting a little radio show ourselves in the united kingdom uh, called resistance radio and i'd love to have you guys on the program um as featured guests it'll be similar format to red ice radio if you've ever seen red ice radio um and it's something we're, we're going to be doing in the next couple of um next couple of months so definitely i would love to have you you all on Ron as well, who I've actually been communicating with in the last few minutes via text message. Um, so he's still involved in the program that way. Um, but no, I'd love to definitely have you on our program as well as help you guys promote the film in Britain because it is something that's very important, obviously. Absolutely. I appreciate that, uh, Jack, very, very much. And uh, it's. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you. Were, I didn't know if Ron was still with us or not, but I'm still glad that you're uh, you're uh, getting messages from him. Also from from him. Also, I want to make sure that everybody knows about uh, uh, John Kedusko's site. 
Now, John was an intelligence officer aboard the Liberty, a uh, very respected uh, lieutenant, a uh, great man, just a great officer. Everybody loved him. And we still love him. And he's a great supporter of the USS Liberty. Uh, fortunate uh, for him. He uh, didn't make the last cruise. Uh, he was transferred off uh, onto other duties. But uh, the Liberty is uh, near and dear to his heart. And go to uh, GIDUSKO.com. Get that.sco.com. Please go there and check out anything you want about the USS Liberty. It's there. It's real. It's the truth, and uh, I think you'll you'll enjoy the site very very much. I re- um, recommend Ron, that site other, uh, over any, any other site. Ron, Ron just sent me a text message. What you were saying, Jack? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Ron just sent me a text message. Um, he obviously was down below when the attack took place, and he 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 asked me if I could ask you, Phil, if um, there was there was an Israeli pilot who refused to attack the Liberty. And later on, was put in prison. Is that is that correct? Uh, Ron asked me. That uh, that is uh, what I heard. Uh, that one of the pilots refused uh, not to uh, attack Liberty because it was flying an American flag, and uh, it would not surprise me a bit if. Uh, if this is tr- is not true, and if it is true, uh, there's no doubt that uh, he he had a, hard, a very hard life ahead of him yeah. for disobeying orders from the high command. So, yeah. yes, that uh, uh, I've heard that before. Have you heard that also, Dave? I have heard it. However, I I don't know how true it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. One thing that went, you know, the Zionist Jews in particular, they do stick together, uh, and they do what's best for Zionist Jews. So it's it's rare you'd have a um, a, a Israeli um, soldier or a pilot disobeying orders like that. I, I figured he would have not gone on the mission in the first place if he had some sort of moral objection to it. But right, I'm sure it was. Yeah. A, uh, that's my guess. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm sure they knew what they were doing well in advance of. They didn't just spot the USS Liberty in the water and say, let's bomb it. I think this is something that was well thought out, possibly weeks, months in advance. Yes, and the reason that they they do what the rest of them are doing is very simple. I mean, they're a tribe. They're actually uh, physically yeah. related to one another, yeah. and that's been proven uh, via DNA. That's why if you are an Ashkenazi Jew and you want to marry another Ashkenazi Jew, you need to have a series of genetic tests because you can share up to 20 genetic disorders. And the reason is uh, because of one word, and that's uh, incest, inbreeding. Yeah. So, And that's the reason. They're related. Uh, that's why a lot of Jews look uh, very similar to one another, is because they're actually related by blood. And Dr. Kevin McDonald, I think, has coined the term um, a group evolutionary strategy. And I, and I do think that the vast majority of them do prescribe to this strategy. Whether they even recognize it or not, it's how they're raised. And it's, I mean, I can give you a little bit of a personal story. Uh, I grew up, uh, although I was born in Great Britain, uh, I spent uh, a large portion of my years in and around New York City. Um, and I grew up in a predominantly Jewish neighborhood where we kind of saw this Jewish evolutionary strategy put to work firsthand. Um, the Gentiles in the school were kind of pushed down 
uh, there was almost like a good old boys network of uh, Jewish elite in the school. Um, gifted students who were not of Jewish origin were put into lower tracks, regardless of whether they were of a lower quality student or not. Um, and that's, that's probably where I first encountered this um, unique dynamic was in uh, this public school. And we were also, um, we were f- indoctrinated with a very pro-Jewish message. We were forced into celebrating Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in school. This was a public school, mind you. And uh, I think early on I recognized that something was amiss. Uh, when I went on to private Christian school later on, I went to a prep school in my final two years of high school, uh, and I recognized that something was definitely different at the school I had just attended for the last 10, year, 10 or so years. Uh, and then when I went back to, went back to a, a school where there was a high Jewish population in Syracuse, I recognized it again. And I think this is part of what led me down the path I took, was my personal interaction with the Jewish community and recognizing that they do see themselves as an in-group and they see non-Jews as an out-group. Um, and I wouldn't say they, they hate everyone in the out-group, but they certainly see you as different Sometimes inferior, oftentimes a competitor, but always different. Yes, that's correct. And that is because, again, it gets back to the very basic and simple, they're part of a tribe. They'll even say, are you a member of the tribe? And the reason is, is because they're related by blood. So, I mean, it doesn't get any simpler than that. But, of course, the powers that be that control the narrative don't even want you to be able to say something like that. Because that's racist, even though it's factual. Yeah, I mean, this is a little anecdote, but I, I had a, a friend, again, Syracuse is full of Jewish students, obviously. Uh, I had a good friend who was half Jewish, half Irish. Um, he was very wealthy. He was from Chappaqua, uh, where the Clintons have a home. Um, and I used to go and play tennis with him down at his, uh, almost, a, I would say, an estate when I was in New York. I would, I would drive up to Westchester and uh, spend the weekend at his house. And he was a very nice fellow. Um, his, his father was Irish, origin, his mother was Jewish. Uh, he was raised Jewish, obviously, due to his... Uh, matrilineal line um and i remember on one occasion there was a party at his house and he had a, a, a an immense collection of new york city based sports memorabilia uh anyone who knows anything about sports memorabilia knows it's it can be quite expensive um he had muhammad ali's gloves and wayne gretzky's sticks and it just they were very wealthy obviously um someone during the weekend at his house stole something from him um and he was very hush hush about it but he asked me uh, during the weekend, if I had known what happened to this particular, I think it was an ice hockey card. I do remember in, specifically because several years later, he and I communicated on Facebook. Uh, and he told me that he felt that I could have stolen this from him. And I said, absolutely not. I had no interest in it at all in that, that particular item. And I would never do that to a friend. And he then slipped up that he was told this by this Jewish guy who I once was in a fraternity with. And I did not get along with this guy at all. And I said to him, I said, what evidence do you have? And he said, well, his word. And I said, is this is some kind of uh, tribal allegiance that you'd believe him? And right. he just refused to answer that question. Um, but it was quite obvious that that gentleman had stolen the, the item and tried to blame me because, again, we didn't really get along. And this guy believed him just because he was a fellow Jew, in spite of the fact that, you know, this, he and I were very good friends. We'd spent a lot of time together. We'd spent, you know, with the weekends in each other's houses on dozens of occasions. And there was, you know, never in a million years would I have done such a thing. But he believed this guy he had met on one occasion over me because he was Jewish. And I honestly believed that. And I asked him about that. And he, he refused to answer the question. He called me a racist in a later email. Um, 
And he didn't tell me why, but he said, I won't be friends with you anymore, whether or not you stole my card, because you're a racist. And I said, how am I a racist? But he would not answer that question, obviously. Because Obviously, that was what he was... (laughs) Go ahead, obviously. Yeah. I was going to say, because blood is thicker than water. Precisely, as well as thicker than, you know, a friendship that stood the test of five years, and, you know, he and I... I had a lot of adventures together, but this one interaction with a, a Jewish fraternity brother of mine was enough to, you know, for him to believe that I was somehow the uh, guilty party, uh, in spite of the fact that I was you know, absolutely, I mean, you don't know who he is, so it doesn't really, I, I don't have to say anything about this, but the point is, is that, you know, it, it, it came between our friendship even, in spite of the yeah. fact there was absolutely no evidence and there was no reason for him to believe that. Right, and because, and that is uh, very significant to the Liberty story, because, uh, survivors like Phil uh, and others have been um, attacked and threatened by uh, by American Jews for wanting to simply tell the story about the USS Liberty. Yeah. Whether it's uh, you know being uh, physically attacked or uh, their vehicles being attacked, I think Phil, uh, you actually had uh, your car tampered with, isn't that right? Absolutely, David. I did uh, not once, but twice. Uh, my lug nuts were loosened on my truck, and one of the trucks belonged to my son. And we were together in it. He was driving, and uh, the front end starts shaking. We pulled over, and the tire. This is a four-wheel drive uh, lifted truck. The tire fell off the front of the truck, and uh, it uh, did a, a, a lot of damage. And uh, uh, thank God that uh, it didn't come off as we was moving because we were we were going down the road probably about, about seventy. So, Dreadful, yeah, uh, I've had uh, swastikas put on my house uh, when I was in California with my wife. A, a Jewish doctor uh, told me he was a Mossad agent, and uh, the best thing for me to do is to keep my mouth shut. If I knew what was good for me and my family, my wife was right there, and she heard the whole thing. We were in a lounge having having a drink uh, before dinner, and uh, I called the FBI on the guy, and uh, uh, they, they wouldn't do a thing. The local cops wouldn't do anything. So... Uh, uh, if you're Jewish, you can get by with a lot. There's, there's just no doubt about it. I mean, um, you're talking about a public school, uh, Jack, a public school, and you were forced to uh, attend religious events that you had no interest in, I'm sure, no. or uh, uh, wanted to attend. And if you wanted to, I guess that would be your right. But uh, uh, you say something bad, or uh, contradictory about the Zionist state of Israel, you are automatically uh, put down in their their black book as an anti-Semite, Jew, Jew hater, Nazi. Now listen, as I said before, we didn't touch or hurt anybody that attacked us. We didn't yeah. hurt a soul. They did all the murdering, and they call us anti-Semitic. How dare them? Well, I mean, it reminds me of uh, actually another little anecdote. There's a, I used to run an anti-Zionist website um, and a, a Facebook page that was it was quite large. It had fifty to a hundred thousand likes on it, and the ZOA, the 
decided they want they wanted Facebook to take us down. So they started a petition, and they they were quite successful. And this petition was launched by a a um, Presbyterian minister from the Alexandria area of Virginia. Um, we all know that's close to Washington D.C. Um, and this minister's name was David Fischler. Fisch, Fischler is obviously a Jewish name. Um, he converted from Judaism to Presbyterianism and became an evangelical minister of Presbyterian origin in the D.C. area. Um, he wrote me a personal letter saying that unless I shut down this page, that he would come after, not me, because I was in Europe, but go after a guy named by the name of Chris Chambliss, who was uh, one of the gentlemen who wrote for the website. He was a, a former army buddy, a friend of mine from the United States. Um, he'd served in Iraq. He'd lost the use of his legs because um, he got run over by a Humvee when he was in Iraq. And he became an anti-Zionist based on the fact that he felt he was sent to a war that had, he had no business being at, involved with. Um, so Chambliss continued writing articles um, against the, the Zionist uh, infiltration of the American government, the occupation of the American government. And within a few weeks, he received a phone call from the Veterans Administration. Um, and they basically said they wanted him to come in and chit-chat about his link to some sort of terrorist organization. Um, and his wife made him pull the plug in our relationship, um, all because of a, um, a Zionist minister in the D.C. area who basically obviously pulled the plug on it. He obviously ran the VA, and that was the end of that. Um, and that was the last time I really had any meaningful conversation with Chambles about this sort of issue. You know, we've continued to maintain a, you know, a, a friendship, but, it, it, you know, regarding uh, any political involvement, he's not been involved with us ever since. So that's, that's how they run things. That's how, that's how they play. That, that is exactly how they play. And if they don't get you one way, they will get you another. So uh, they go to the VA... And the VA uh, thinks this guy's part of a, a, a terrorist group, and they're going to take his benefits away. I guarantee you that's what what he was threatened with. So yeah, uh, for his income and his livelihood, he uh, said, uh, "Jack, we can be no more." And uh, uh, I don't I don't blame your friend uh, for that. Uh, uh, I, I do blame uh, the minister uh, totally, uh, and uh, minister. folks, right back for the end of the show. Hang on uh, for the last uh, few moments, and we'll get Jack right back on. See you in a minute. Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are 
are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Hi, my name is Chris. Since the 1970s, I have been actively making products available that support good health. What makes my juices flow is helping mankind get healthy. Today, I'm going to tell you about a product that will help your juices to flow. I am excited to recommend Dr. Miller's Holy Tea to you. Even if we are eating a clean diet, these impurities are entering our bodies. Holy Tea moves these poisons that are creating havoc with our health out of our bowels. It works on the whole digestive system. The five tasty herbs are combined to provide an amazing detoxifying and healing tea that will rid your body of the pollutants and soothe your digestive tract, and in some cases, help you lose weight. It is critical for our health to move all of the environmental toxins from our bodies. The holy tea can do that. As a hydrocolon therapist, remember, with every BM, you're supporting RBN www.holytea.org 800-326-2001 Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back, folks. Thanks. Uh, We have a caller, uh, Anna, who's been on our show before. Uh, Anna, uh, what's on your mind today on your voyage count? Oh, she dropped? Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Well, I'll I'll tell you what we're going to do then. We're going to go ahead and let... uh, Jack, uh, in the show, uh, Dave, is there anything you would like to ask Jack before we uh, before we hit the road? You know, I uh, had a great time listening to what Jack had to say. I wish I would have known him a while ago. Uh, you know, we could have been uh, talking and uh, sharing stories, but uh, it's never too late now. So, uh, Jack, you really have some uh, great insight to shed on this issue here as it uh, affects the USS Liberty. So thank you. Well, thanks, thanks, Dave. I I, I agree. It's, I'm really th- grateful to to Ron for getting us all in touch. And yeah, it's certainly not too late. I think that we have a you know, long road ahead. I think we're probably still in the early stages of that road. So um, I'm hopeful that. Uh, oh, okay, guys, I, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna break in again. I apologize, uh, Jack and Dave. And I did call back. And any anytime anybody calls, I want to get him on the show. Go ahead, Anna, please. Oh, hello there, Phil. Anna O'Leary calling from Ireland. Can you hear me? Hello? I can. 
Uh, again, thank you. Go ahead, please. Yes, go ahead, okay. please. Um, I was very interested about the bit about uh, where you were discussing where the Jews in America and in England are able to target people who say anything against Israel. And I'm a big Gaza activist, and I was targeted by the Jewish population in Ireland. In 2011, I was due to read my work publicly at Listowel Writers Week, which is one of our premier uh, writing festivals in Ireland, and a big campaign was mounted against me. They accused me of being anti-Semitic, and they warned the festival that if they had me had me read my work at the festival, which was nothing to do with Israel, uh, that they would um, stop other writers coming to the Writers' Week and they would make a lot of trouble for Listowel Writers' Week. And this year, Listowel Writers' Week made a big mistake and invited an Israeli writer, which was to be funded, her travel and her etc. was to be funded by the Israeli embassy in Ireland. But uh, this very much upset the people that attend the festival, and it had to be cancelled. So there's a big Jewish groundswell of people that are actually targeting people who step out of line and don't uh, believe in all the hype and all the lies that are spread by the Jews about Israel. And the other important thing is that the USA to Israel is illegal under a law passed in the 1970s. It prohibits eight nuclear powers that don't sign the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. During investigations into the illegal diversion of weapons-grade uranium from American contractor NUNEC, I'm not sure what that stands for, to Israel in the mid-1970s, Senator Stuart Symington and John Glenn amended the 1961 Foreign Assistance Act to ban any aid to nuclear powers that were not signatories of the NPT. And that's just the point I'd like to make. Anna, and I'm uh, uh, the liberty. Thanks, Anna. Thank you, Anna. We're going to get you back on air also. Uh, Jack, thanks again. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. That's for sure. We will definitely. Take care. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party 
and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 